Hi, I'm Donna. Thank you for stopping in on Postpartum Talks today. I hope you're feeling great, grand, and powerful. If you're feeling terrible and disgusted, you are still welcome. And this is an open place just for you. Hopefully by the time you're off and our time is up together, you would have been feeling at least 1% better. And that to me would be a great improvement. Anyway, today I'm sharing with you seven tips to help your postpartum experience be a little bit better, healthier, and stronger just for you. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you are so willing to set some time aside to sit down, meditate on some encouraging words, listen in on tips from another mom who has possibly been through what you're feeling, experiencing physically, even emotionally. And I just want to congratulate you for taking the time to do that because many of us, unfortunately, we don't know how to stop. We don't know how to take better care of ourselves in situations where we're always serving, giving out to others. So today, the seven tips to enhance your postpartum experience is something I put together to help you think about your body, your mind, your life. Take back some authority in your um, postpartum experience. Just because we went through this and it was traumatizing, I'm not going to lie, our body went through a major, major experience of putting out everything we had to bring this wonderful person out into this world so we can enjoy this child. But, oh my goodness, was it not something that no one really tells us about? And they definitely do not give us enough tips on how to help after we have gotten that far. After meaning you're in your bed, you're resting, you're in your hospital bed, you're laying on your mat, you're just trying to get through the next hour. And sometimes we wonder, how did our mothers, how did our grandmothers, how did our great-grandmothers do this? And why did they do this? So I just want to offer you tips that I've was um, the tips that I earned because of the experience that I had with having ten children, and I have to say earned because there's no way I could have actually understood this if I didn't have a child. Just like you have earned the right to be called a mother, you put the time in, so you get the privilege of saying you have earned the right. That's right, you have earned the right to feel, to express to um, harness every emotion and let it out the way you think you need to. But the seven tips I have earned in um, my healing process during my recovery, after having my children, I want to bring some of that to you. I just want to help you somehow so you don't feel discouraged, so you don't feel like it's impossible, so you don't feel like you can't do this and it's too hard. I just want to give you that little boost to let you know you can do it, you are strong enough, and you are capable enough, and you will do it. You will succeed at being the mother that you believe you can be. And the most important thing I want to add to this is you are your best cheerleader. You are your best friend. You are going to be the best example of how you want to live your life. I don't care how many wonderful people we meet. I don't care how many wonderful friends we have along this life of ours. You still have to be the number one person in your life 
to get yourself up every day to be active in producing the person you need to be for yourself. So let's start. Postpartum tips. The first thing that I want to offer to you is if you have not yet had your child and you're almost due to have your child or you just found out you're pregnant, well, one of the things that you should do is look to start organizing who you want to have in your corner to support you. Whether that is uh, a doula, a friend, a spouse, um, your parents, a stranger, someone in the hospital, start organizing. Take the time to figure out who is like-minded as you, who values the things that you value, who wants you to succeed at being the best person you can be. Those are the type of people you want in your corner. You don't want somebody who's going to be a support system to destroy your goal, to um, break you down, to take away your joy, and to just make it a horrible experience. No. This is your season. This is your body. This is your time. And it's also your baby. So if you have not yet had your child, or if you have just delivered and you need help, who are the people that you feel can be the best person to support you? We are not in heaven yet. So, you know, we all have our little um, kinks, you know, not everybody's perfectly 100% anything. So let's give some space and some room for people to be what? Human. All right. So yes, you may want a perfect person to come and help you, but they do not exist. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to tip off the, um, the stove here, but right now there is no perfect person. So you will have to kind of balance out the most important things that you think you need in someone who will come into your space to help support you during this time. All right. So you want to think through things such as, is this person too loud? Um, when you're expressing yourself, is this person not allowing that for you? Because honestly, if you're angry and you need to be angry, it's okay to be angry. The main thing is, you know, you be angry and sin not. Basically, don't go destroying other people because you're upset or things are not going right for you. Deal with what has to happen for you the way you need to in a healthy way. And being angry is healthy if things are not getting done and you feel um, locked in or tight or tied down. So it's okay to be angry. You do not want someone in your space as a support person who's telling you, you do not have the right to express anger. That's not a great support system because during your afterbirth experience, you might be angry. You might cry. You might just feel so excited about life that you don't even know what it's like to, to, um, cry and be angry because you'll be so excited and happy. But because you're a woman, you have emotions, you have just went through highs and lows, your adrenaline is flowing, your body is making so many hormones right now to help balance you out, your emotions may be a little bit difficult to deal with for someone else who's not okay with emotions to be free. So that's one thing. When you're gathering um, people around you to support you, whether they're supporting you emotionally physically to help you maybe put some things away such as your um, baby diapers, your baby clothes or your hospital items that you just came home with or just cooking you a meal. You would like people that are sensitive to your needs and someone who you feel you can be honest with. All right. And again, we're not looking for perfect people. We ourselves are not perfect. 
So let's give everybody else um, that leeway to just be. As much as you want someone to allow you to be free, give them that space to be free also. But we don't want to bring in people who are completely opposite because that's going to go downhill really fast and that's just going to upset you. That's not the point of these tips and that's not the point of your um, six-week postpartum experience. Your whole purpose of postpartum is to rest, recover, regain, and move on. All right? Here's a second tip. Tell your family, tell your family, tell them what you want. Because during this time, your postpartum time, this is about you and your baby. The strength has to go into you and your baby. We are not neglecting our partners. We are not neglecting our partners. So we know our partners are also going to need some encouragement, some support. Gather people around you who see two people and a baby, which makes three, okay? Because if they only see you as the most important object in that house, your partner will feel, um, can feel, may feel jealous, angry, bitter, or resentful for even being with you or having a child with you. So sometimes we as women, I'm definitely, definitely guilty of this. We have excluded our partners many times because one, we're in pain, we're bleeding, we have milk leaking from our breasts, you know, everything's flowing. We're not thinking about other people and especially our partners. Many times we're probably angry, resentful, annoyed, or even feeling jealous, even against our partner, you know, and that can be, that's not nice. So it's nice to have support from people who understand that and who allow both of you to gain some type of strength from the family, from the friends, whatever network you may need. Um, If some of you do not have family around or you may not have that close knit friendships, there are many services, you know, there are virtual um, doula services. There are hospital programs where they have nurses on call um, for telehealth. So there are many options available. None of you have to be isolated. Being isolated is not healthy. We're not born to be isolated. You had a child, and if that was the case, the baby will be born all by himself, and you would never have to have been there. But we're not meant to be alone. So let's be realistic. Put our pride away. If it's about money and you find it difficult to make these um, services, there are free programs out there. Take the time. Do some research. There's some um, community health services where they are giving free services because this is such an important time for mothers. This is such an important time for families. And the worst thing that we can do as a society is neglect our new families. I know we are not perfect. We are not living in a perfect world, but we do have some power to make this world a beautiful, loving place. So I encourage you, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your community what you need. And you want them to understand that you need time to rest. You need time to heal your body and you need time to um, bond with your new baby and your partner's going to need support. Please don't neglect to tell your community what you need. Third tip, write down a list of chores. Oh my goodness. I wish, I wish, I wish I had written down um, what I wanted other people to do for me when they came to visit. 
I was so busy trying to be hostess, you know, oh my goodness, I have people coming. Let me fix my hair. Let me put on my outfit if it fits, right? Um, let me fix the baby up in a new outfit and let me clean up the house. And that was crazy because it's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I ever did was not ask or tell or prepare for work to be done if people were coming to see me and I just had a baby. So yes, I was aware we're not supposed to physically bend excessively or lift heavy items, but it took me, um, you know, the first time I had my daughter, my oldest, I knew that, but I still felt guilty when people came to my house and things were not put aside neatly. I still felt like, oh my goodness, my house is a mess. I didn't do a great job. And I felt guilty. I felt like basically I was punishing myself just because I couldn't entertain people because I just had a baby. So I know you can hear that. And I know you understand that's silly. It's a silly mindset. If you're guilty of that too, don't worry about it. I forgive you. And I'm sure you're going to forgive yourself. If you haven't already, I give you permission. Forgive yourself. We are human. And if we have taken on those roles or, um, you know, attention getters where we're the ones that have things in order or things always look good, that's kind of deceiving ourselves. And it's not fair to the community that want to share in this whole process of um, receiving someone who was just born into the world. Uh, many times, you know, people, we go to funerals and people are crying. Many people come if they knew of this person and, it, and if this person was an impact in a positive way on their life. Many people will come and share their um, time spent with someone. People will be crying and they're letting go. They're letting go someone that shared in their life. It's the same way when we are bringing a new baby into this world. People want to be a part of that. People want to be a part of what life is. People want to be a part about how can I connect with this new being? I want to be in touch with that. I want to connect with that. So we, as a woman, we don't have to control these things. We don't have to control if people have um, enough coffee. Do they have enough options in the Keurig? Do they have enough, um, you know, do we have enough bread and butter and that's not our job at that point because we would have at least tried to organize some things before the baby came home. And if we didn't, then we now know we're going to get support system to do things for us. One of the things they can do for us is help us more when we write down what we need. This is your list of chores. If you need someone to wash your dirty clothes because your um, laundry or your machine is on a different level than where you need to walk to, that's something that you might want to consider because you just had a baby. You don't need to excessively bleed because you're bending to pick up dirty clothes to walk down a flight of stairs that you need to put into a machine and then walk up or walk back down another flight of stairs just to get back in your bed. We want to prevent any excessive bleeding due to our body healing where the um, where our body was separated, placenta has separated. We do not need to open up wounds that the body is naturally closing. So this is why we want help. List of chores such as a meal. Meal preparation is probably the number one thing on your list besides bring me some water. Water, water, water. You drink your water, your body's going to flow and heal nicely. You eat healthy, warm meals, your body's going to flow and heal nicely. Also, not um, not to forget, if you're breastfeeding, drinking liquids is going to help produce your milk. And again, it's going to keep you in a healthier flow. So have your list of chores available 
and let them know as soon as they come in or, hey, I'm coming by in half an hour. If you know that you only have a little bit of diapers left, tell them, hey, would you mind picking me up um, a package of diapers? Let me remind you, if they only have enough funds together to pick up the cheapest brand of diapers and your baby is not allergic to them, just take them, say thank you, because you will soon be up and about going to the store, buying your favorite items, ordering things online to get what you need. Whatever you need, you can have it. You can ask, write it down. And you know what? Most people are going to be so happy to offer their time to you. And again, if you don't have that as a privilege and you need some food delivered to you or you need someone to come and clean your house, there are people available for that. There are services when you can order things, all your food items, all your meals, everything already cooked, served, and delivered to your front door. Or you can hire somebody to come in just for a day and clean for um, one week. You know, they can all come to your house one day in a week to just clean up everything. If you're by yourself, you are never, ever, ever alone. There are resources. There are people available who want to make your experience a healthy experience. All right? All right. Number four. Number four is something that I think um, helped me a lot, and that was applying oil on my body. You can use whatever oils is comfortable for you. I chose to use olive oil. I chose to use olive oil because it helps to, not only is it softening on my skin, not only is it like an antiseptic on my skin, but it's kind of, um, it actually seals. So you, your pores on your skin are so open. You know, after you have a baby, your body is as if you are a baby because it's so sensitive right now. You have just went through a total cleansing, you know, and your body is shedding, your skin is shedding, Everything is shedding. You're getting a whole new makeover. That's why this six weeks are the best beauty option for you right now. Okay. If you want to look at it like that, it's as if God knew, okay, my women that I make are so beautiful, but I know they go through drastic physical, emotional changes when and after they have a baby, but I'm going to remake them during these six weeks. So I take postpartum as a time for personal beauty care personal recovery. And when you, by the time you come out, you should look marvelous because you would have, if you listen, okay, if you take it and you can absorb the time to use it wisely, you will come out looking more beautiful, more stronger, and more potent than ever because you would have given your body the time it needed just to heal itself. But oil being applied to your skin it covers those pores, your skin pores, everything is open, you know, and that, um, from all that sweating you did, all of that, everything, all that gook that had to come out of your body. So now, um, as you're sitting in your home, your body may feel a little more sensitive to cold because it is, it is. So you want to keep your feet covered with socks, keeping your body warm, not overly heated where you're sweating, but just not allowing your body to catch cold air on it. I have talked about this before in some of the previous podcasts. So if you get a chance, you can look that up. In the meantime, don't just um, leave your body open season, okay? Applying oil helps to kind of give it a nice seal over it to protect your body from getting cold air, which can actually help increase your chances of getting a fever, you know, and again, your body not feeling well, it's going to affect your baby. So whatever you're doing for you in return, you're actually doing for everyone else around you. And that's why being your own best friend 
is very important, very important. Next step that I want to um, talk about is what you're eating. Okay, so this is tip number five. Avoiding foods that are cold, raw foods. You know, if you're on a raw food diet, this might not be the time to do that. Your body needs to, again, be warm, refreshing, take time to digest things. You know, eating raw foods, your body's working harder, breaking things down harder. It takes more energy to break down a raw carrot compared to just maybe having a nice stew and you're eating it and it's vitamins are vibrant, you know, and you don't have to work so hard chewing, 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 biting, 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 and your stomach doesn't have to work so hard to grind and grind and mix and churn just to get a carrot through your body. That's energy that you can be using to rest, to heal and recover. So anything you're putting out or in, you want it to help enhance your body to heal. And raw foods is what, um, Raw foods is what offers you your body working harder just to digest. So consider what you're eating. You can try stews. As I said before, you can have warm drinks or room temperature um, fluids, such as room temperature apple juice, room temperature grape juice, or even water. And I know some of you may not like room temperature water, but if you're drinking things that's more if it's not tea, it doesn't have to be very hot. Remember, you don't want to have hot liquids while you're holding your baby. So caution right there. Please don't bring hot, burning, scalding food while you're holding your baby or near your baby's space. Okay? Here is tip number six. I find that a lot of um, women will forget that what they look like before they had a baby, you know, um, and after they have the baby, they think that that's it. They don't need to maintain their body again and they can just have it any way. I think that's careless. I think it's selfish because you, first of all, you're not taking care of those muscles that are in your abdominal area. That's going to prevent you from having accidents of urinating on yourself or having a, a loose muscles that may later on in life come downward into your um, uterus area just because you're not taking the time to rebuild your body. There are professionals that can help you to take care, to guide you on how you can go about re, um, re-nurturing, rebuilding your perineum, your abdominal muscle areas, all of that abdominal area, that uterus lining, everything to help repair, restore, and re-strengthen. So one tip that I, well, here's two tips. So if you want, you can put this in at seven, one, um, number six, tip, number tip six, A and B. All right. And the main thing is support to your abdominal area. But what I want to remind you is this is to prevent you from having loose muscles later on that even if you're running to go to your car, you won't have an accidental urination on yourself. These, some things can be prevented or delayed. All right. And wearing an abdominal binder or belly binder, some support on your abdominal area. You can do that usually after two days, three, maybe two days, three days after you have a vaginal um, birth and maybe two weeks after you have a cesarean. But if you're not sure, please check with your midwife or your medical provider just to get some more confirmation on a great time frame to wear a belly binder. And also, this is what I did. I laid on my stomach. Now, this is if you have a vaginal delivery. I laid on my stomach after I had my baby to help um, flatten it. 
So yes, you want it flat. And that means everything's going back in the position that it should be in. So this is why the belly binder helps. It's to help place things back in order where they should be. All right, please take the time to invest in learning how you can be responsible for your postpartum experience so that it can help you. And you're not stuck wondering, well, why is this taking so long? Why is my stomach so flabby? What's going on? Things can be done now. And the earlier you start it, the earlier you start it, the better it is for you later on in life. And here is my final tip to you. Seven tip of the day for you to enhance your postpartum experience. Rest for two months. That's it. The 40 days, six weeks, rest, rest. When you, the baby sleeps, you sleep. Let me repeat that. When the baby sleeps, you sleep. Oh, I have other children. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have to call this person. Oh, I have to take care of this. You can sleep for about 15 minutes. You can take a nap for 15 minutes while the baby's sleeping. Don't deprive yourself of rest because you need it. Every cell in your body is going to need it to be rebuilt. And the body heals itself while it's resting a lot more than while you're moving and moving and using every ounce of energy to, I don't know, wash some dirty clothes. Let's remember, seven tips that I offered to you today is just to help you to remind you that you have the power, you have the authority, you have the right to help your experience of rest to enhance your life. This is not about everybody else. This is about you. What's about everybody else is going to affect you. What people want to do around you can affect you if you don't take responsibility within yourself. If you have other children, then you correct them. You get the support you need. You start teaching them. This person's coming to help you. When mommy's door is closed, don't come here. Don't knock. And whoever is coming for a half an hour, an hour, a day, two weeks, whoever that person is who's coming to support you, to watch the children, you make sure you tell them, do not have any child knock on my door because you need that sleep. Even if it is 15 to 30 minutes, you figure out what's best for you. It is your right. The seven tips was to organize your support team. Second, tell your family that you want to take care of yourself and your baby during your postpartum season. Number three, you're going to write up a list of chores to prepare for any visitor coming to um, stop by your home. Number four, don't forget you will oil and seal your body. All right. Number five, you are avoiding what? Cold foods and cold drinks. Number six, you're going to support your abdominal um, muscles and you're going to wear a belly binder. Number seven, rest, rest, rest when baby is resting. Okay. I hope you got something wonderful out of this. I just want you to have the best life ever. And when you have a baby, you have done the world justice because you just restored life back into the world. But that should not be at the cost of losing you. Please hold it together by taking one day at a time, 15 minutes of the day at a time to enjoy living today. All right. Remember you are the only person who can change your life from the direction that you think it's going if you don't like it. Mommyhood is beautiful. Being a woman is even better. You take care of yourself and love to your family. Don't forget your partners. They need support too, all right? Love you all. Thank you again for stopping in. I'm Donna, and you have been listening to Post 
Podum Talks.